Welcome back, sports fans, to the ugly truth. We're glad you're here with us. However you listen, whether it's in the car, on the way to work, on the toilet, watching your kids, we appreciate you joining in. I'm here, of course, joined by Rio the God. Hey, Carl, appreciate you having me, brother. Boy, you going ham over there, man. Ain't... Nah, I'm over in Motor Combat, you hear me? <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me. Man, listen, man. There's a lot of uh, a lot of gangster stuff going on. Wait, before I get into the gangster stuff, before I get into gangster stuff, um, we have a we have a guest that will be appearing on the show in a couple of minutes. Uh, so well, don't be surprised when you hear a third voice. It'll be Rod joining in and talk to you about some uh, some moves that's happening early on today. Some of the moves in the NFL that's uh it's been shaking up the sports world. This is this has been a very eventful Thursday, mm. um, and uh, so I'm gonna leave it up to you, Rio. You want to start on the West Coast or on the East Coast in the NFL? Let's um uh, let's go West Side, man. Let's go West Side. All right, all right, all right. For those of you who don't know, right? Apparently, he's been living on a rock for the past couple of days. OBJ was released by the Browns Monday, right? Was it Monday or last week? Last Friday. Last Friday it was on his birthday, November fifth. Cleared waivers on Monday. None of the teams picked him up, so he became a free agent on Tuesday. And news broke today that OBJ has agreed to sign a contract with the Los Angeles Rams. Mm -hmm. Ooh, wee, that's scary. So I believe it's a one-year contract. Mm -hmm. And the free agent wide receiver will be joining a strong, hefty, deep depth chart. No homo. <laughs> uh, wide receiver core with uh, Cup, Robert Woods, and Van Jefferson, the young boy, the young buck who's growing into his own out there, mm -hmm. um, being held together by a quarterback who is in the MVP discussion mm -hmm. of uh, of this year in the NFL, Matthew Stafford, who is tossing that pill around as if he's going crazy. Uh, currently, the Rams are number one offense, number one in a passing attack. And like I said, Matthew Stafford has been slinging that thing. Uh, it's, it's a whole lot of, you know what? I'm going to just stop talking. <laughs> it's, it, Matthew Stafford has been throwing the ball. Um, this is the talent that we were looking for back in Detroit. He finally mm -hmm. got himself a line, some weapons, a running attack, and an offensive line coach. Rio, talk to me about OBJ joining the Rams. Brother, man, I, I like it, man. And I and I understand what he's doing because I'm going to be real with you. I think he's ring chasing, but I also think he's rebranded himself, right? Because obviously it was a sour taste in, 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 in um, Cleveland, whether whoever fault you want to put it on. I mean, whether you want to be Baker Mayfield or Odell fault, it was a sour taste. It didn't go as well as they expected, which could be for various reasons. But I think in this environment where it's a winning environment already, He's just bringing in the asset of being a upper echelon talent. Um, and he doesn't have to pretty much bank on himself being that guy because he has one guy who's going off currently in Cooper Cup who's possibly and has a high chance of um, breaking – I think it's Calvin Johnson's record, if I'm not mistaken. Calvin Johnson or Julio, I can't remember whoever. Oh, I think I lost you for a second. You back? You hear me? There you go. There you go. Okay. You went in and out. I'm sorry. Um, but – um. So to say, uh, I think it's good, man. I think he's going to be okay. I think they're going to be great, honestly. You don't have to depend on one guy to make a decision out there. You got 
probably going to have Od- Odell Beckham playing the X. Robert Woods is probably going to play Z. And I think Cooper Cup's going to get a lot of action in the slot. And I think they're going to be interchangeable. And obviously, Sean McVay can pretty much make a lot shape with that system. Um, and you got Matthew Stafford, who pretty much been doing this his whole career. I mean, he carried Detroit Lions for a long time. Um, I think they just wasn't good as a whole, which is tough to be sometimes. You know what I mean, now he has a defense. They added Von Miller, what, a week and a half ago, right? Von yep. Miller, Aaron Donald. Obviously, Jalen Ramsey is the best corner in NFL football. However you want to look at it, I'm sorry. But, you know, um, and that defense is stout. You talking about they got Sony Michelle and I think they got I think it's Darnell or Daryl Henderson back there. So they got a yes, pretty sir. decent backfield. The yes, front sir. is good. So I mean when you look at it on paper, bro, a lot of people probably already give him the ring. I mean, I think so, right? I mean, I mm-hmm. think the only person that's sending their way is Tom Brady. And honestly, with the way those guys in and out of the lineup, the Rams only beat themselves. You know I mean, like I understand Tom Brady is great, but in the same breath, none of those guys show up. I don't think Tom Brady does it at this point in his career, but I could be wrong because he's done it past times before but I like the Odell chances it pretty much puts him in the situation to rebrand himself right it's only a one year mm-hmm. deal if this doesn't um, if, if they don't win the ring but he ends up branding himself to a better uh, uh, to that player he once was or I think he will be if he's given the opportunity um, I think he just either takes that chance back there or he finds somewhere else to go I mean I still think I still think Green Bay is on the table depending on what the situation is but um, right now, you just take the best chance to get a ring because that's what's going to define you at the end of the day. No matter how many stats you put up, that ring always going to have going to have say so. You can't never say one thing. You can't never say is I'm not a champion if I got a ring. That's one thing you can't never right. say. So um, I think um, I think it's suitable for him. I mean, I think it's an opportunity for him, and I think you're going to somewhere where a guy who's going to get you the ball, where I think in Baker Mayfield he struggles to get guys the ball consistently. You know, and especially where that offense is is um built. You know what I mean? I don't think it's built for Odell's stature as a player. So um I, I like I like it a lot. I would I was I would have rather seen him in Green Bay, but I like I like the Los Angeles Rams uh situation. I do. Okay. Okay. Um for me I, I'm I'm a little bit on the other side of the fence. And I, I'm gonna give you a couple of reasons why. Uh Initially, when I first saw the, saw the news breaking about him going to Rams, I was thinking the same way you were thinking. Like, this is going to be a stacked team. Uh, of course, they're going to shoot up to be the Super Bowl contenders, right? Number one Super, Super Bowl contender. It's a reasonable pick. It's a safe pick. Um, but here is where I'm kind of on the other side of the fence. Is Sean McVay's offensive mind that vast and is he that much of a genius in order to incorporate another star studded wide receiver into your scheme as where you already have cup getting the most touches second behind him is Robert Woods. Then you have the, the young stud Van Jefferson going into his own. That was one of the reasons as to why the Sean Jackson and the Rams came to an agreement that, you know, I think it's time to part ways because it, Sean McVay, I think Sean McVay plays a, a game of chess of each football game as to where I'm not just going to get it to my best wide receiver. I'm going to attack a certain point in your scheme, mm-hmm. in your defensive scheme. So I think that Deshaun Jackson, as valuable as he was, was only used during that Buccaneers game. I think he had like 120-something yards receiving. Mm-hmm. And didn't see the ball any other game, right? Because I think Shavavay, like I said, attacks certain schemes a certain different type of way. Mm-hmm. He's playing chess, 
everybody else was playing checkers. Sure. My question is, how much is OBJ going to fit into your scheme each and every Sunday? And if it's not a lot, right, because of the person that they're facing, right, because Sean Mazzei is not going to force it just because you're OBJ, mm-hmm. can OBJ suppress that that uh, diva mentality of he needs the ball um, because he's not going to see it? Uh, that's the only thing. That's that's how I'm feeling about it. But you know, of course, Rio just as just as well as I know when it comes to sports, when it comes in the competitive world, mm-hmm. winning heals sure. everything. Yeah, winning heals everything. <laughs> like, yeah, I, that's everything. Yeah, you're right. That, and that's kind of how I feel about it. But I think I, I'm I, now that you point that out, and I guess we all have to look at that that perspective. That's kind of what it all boils down to. I think with. I guess my thing with the Deshaun Jackson is that just I think him and Odell are just two different caliber of players. I think right, right. The, I'm not comparing. The yeah, two yeah, yeah, yeah. Wise, but I get I'm what you're saying. saying. Yeah, I yeah. think with the chances that I think with the chances of maybe getting seeing four to five targets, if Odell comes out with four of those, I think he finishes the game with 65 to 70 yards because of how talented he is. You know, he's going to extend the play. Whereas and Deshaun Jackson's only playing one way. He's been playing the right. same way since he's been a Philadelphia Eagle. Right, it's over the top. Right, you know what I mean. So. I think it kind of fits the scheme. I don't think he's going to have this, you know, I don't know. Let's get it twisted. I don't think he's going to have this where he's going to finish this year with a thousand yards. I don't think no shit like that, but I think he's going to be able to, you know, contribute the way he needs to. And honestly, I think a lot of this is to rebrand himself. If he rebrand himself solidly mm-hmm. and, and, and they happen to win a ring, he now has teams at his disposal. Right. Cause I think now you can say, all right, well, I got five teams or five of these teams that definitely are, championship contenders and I can also go be an X or I can be a Z and get the touches I need, you know. Um yeah. but I but I do I do agree with what you're saying because I mean that was a reason why they had to come to an agreement because simply because Deshaun Jackson just didn't fit he just didn't fit what I needed. And obviously I think if I'm not mistaken, I think like seventy five percent of the offense runs around Cooper Cup, which is fair mm-hmm. because I mean he's producing. I, yeah, he the numbers it. the numbers present present, you know, that it makes sense. Um so Excuse me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm on. I'm, I guess now that you said that, I have to, I have to agree with you and disagree with myself because that makes a lot of sense. <clears throat> so, so here's the here's the bright side of there's there's it's a double edged sword. Really, it's it's not OBJ going to the Rams and that's it. That's in it today, right? Because it's a it's a one year kind of approved deal. Mm-hmm. So, if OBJ can just be helpful to the results and the success of the team, Mm -hmm. he now rebrands himself as a team player. I can be a wide receiver on the team who has other options and still come out as a a bright point within the team, right? Mm -hmm. Then the next level is they win a Super Bowl. They win a Super Bowl. Not only does it say that, but it erases all the the off-the-field situations with OBJ. All the off... Because let's be honest, right? We were kind of looking for that we we're kind of looking for that uh the same thing when it came to um I can't think of his name right now. I'm losing I'm losing my mind. Antonio Brown. Yes. We're thinking the same thing with Antonio Brown. When he won that Super Bowl with Tampa Bay, it was a, a huge reason as to why and he was a team player and he he wasn't getting in trouble mm-hmm. off the field. It seems like all the teams really forgot about who Antonio Brown was for the past couple of years, right? Mm-hmm. He was he was in a lot of offers. Mm-hmm. In that offseason when he was a free agent, but he, he, you know, decided to come back to the Buccaneers, which is a good choice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like if they're able to win a Super Bowl, that 
it's going to erase all the off the field things with OBJ. Give him a new start or fresh start, and if he decides to come back, he decides to come back. The other side of the sword is if they fail and OBJ shows signs of being a reason as to why they failed, now we can't make any more excuses for you, right? Right. When you were with the Giants, it was because they didn't have a good enough offensive scheme. The quarterback was uh, declining Eli Manning, and then you get traded to the Browns, and the excuse was, well, Baker Mayfield isn't just getting you the ball enough. And, you know, whether it's a on-the-field or off-the-field relationship you have with with the with the quarterback, it's uh they're just they were blaming him for the most part, right? Not really OBJ because of his his talent and what he is as a superstar wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Now you with Matthew Stafford, right? You with a MVP caliber quarterback and who's pretty much in his prime, if not at the tail end of his prime, to mm-hmm. say the least, and who was putting up outstanding numbers in the passing game with a with a uh, a coach who is extremely offensive minded, Mm -hmm. you should be able to succeed within this system. The question is, can you? And if you can, kudos to you. We're going to give you another shot later on down the road, hopefully. Mm -hmm. If you cannot, it's going to be a struggle for OBJ, right? So hopefully he's going to be able to succeed. I'm rooting for him. I really like OBJ. I mean, he hasn't really had any huge off the field issues, but a lot of teams are like hesitant because of of uh of what comes with him. A lot of people like, hate that. baggage yeah, wise. Yeah, a lot of people so, hate the fact of how passionate he is. I know that yeah. can do, that can get mis that can get misconstrued a lot of times. Oh and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And like you said earlier with the A B with the A B situation, A B was an asshole, but A B also was a realist. And I think that's what people don't like also. That uh, I mean he's a true Florida kid. I mean you can say what you want to say, but they, I mean, everybody speaks their mind, but you can just tell how how the swagger that he just brings that. I'm gonna tell you how it is and how you accept this on you, but I'm gonna tell you what it is and what it ain't. Yeah, you know I mean, so right. that's like you stated before. People are afraid of that because you don't want to like Baker was the number one overall pick, but you can't say that about Baker. Well, if it's right. if the shoe fits, wear it. I mean, we yeah. know we know Baker Mayfield is not a he's not an elite passer. He's a he's a game manager. He's not gonna he's not gonna win you games, but he's not gonna lose you games either because he's gonna protect the football. You know, mm-hmm. it's the it's the whole Alex Smith uh thing over again, pretty much, right? Right. He's and then on top of this, we have to realize that Baker Mayfield's protected by a great running game. You can say what you want to say, but Nick Chubb is a top five runner when healthy. And, and they have Kareem Hunt. And you got Kareem Hunt backing it up. So you're talking about a two headed tandem, and then you got David and Joko, and you got Austin Hooper, and you got um Donald Peoples Jones, I think is what it is, right? And then I think you got Jarvis whenever he's available. So he has quality guys around him. A lot of those guys are sure-handed guys, too. So, I mean, really, it's okay to say that Baker didn't fit. I mean, not Baker. Um, Odell didn't fit there. It's okay to say that. I mean, sometimes you sometimes it ain't the best fit for you. But, um, I, no, I'm in agreement with you, brother. I mean, oh, I think, you going in and out, Rio. Repeat uh, that last thing. I said, um, I'm in agreement with you. I, um, yeah, I think I think this is a chance for him to pretty much put a stamp on his name. I am Odell Beckham, and I'm going to be this going forward until, right. until it's time to hang up. Right. Well, good luck to him out there on the, on the West Coast. Uh, uh, like I said, I'm an OBJ fan. Um, yes. Yes. I wish he could have came to the Eagles. I wish everybody came to the <laughs> Eagles. But it is what it is, and he's with the Rams. He he really wouldn't have fit with the Eagles anyway, so we couldn't. He wouldn't have been happy. Um, we're, we're young. We're building. So let's move on to the East Coast. We're going to stay in the NFL. Yes, and I know this is a very, very, very close topic to you. Yes, Later on in a couple minutes, we'll have Rod on to also discuss this next top topic. But 
Uh, some more breaking news. So in the NFL today, this is big, Jimmy. This is Odell. Listen, it was it, it it completely went through my office like a wave, right? And I was <laughs> receiving text messages after text messages about this. So Cam Newton will sign a one year deal with the Panthers. He's welcome, coming back home. Welcome home, Ace Boogie. Coming back home, pending a physical, right? He's a uh, He's uh, coming back home, right? Okay, I was gonna say he's gonna pass physical anyways, no matter yeah. what. Let me tell you, I'm excited for Cam, and I'm also I'm very happy for him because not only did they bring him back, mm-hmm. Rio, did you see how much they paid the man? Yeah, 10 mil. Ten million dollars, four point five guaranteed. They wanted two with... years. They wanted two years. Yeah, they did. They mm-hmm. did, and I think I think he's kind of uh, yeah, yeah. They they're going to test the waters out and see how everything is going, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pretty excited for Cam. All right, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna give the reins over to you again, and you can discuss this because I know as a Carolina Panthers fan, you're excited. Yeah, you you can hear me, bro. Yeah, I can hear you. I can. Hey, hear you. Talk hey, to I don't know if he heard me, but welcome home, Ace Boogie. You know, it's it's, <laughs> it's we. You know, you know what's crazy, Trey? As I talked about this with um some people in the office, man. Um. We don't treat none of our star players correctly. You know what I mean? Steve Smith, Julius Peppers, um, I mean Musha Muhammad. The list goes on, honestly. So I think Cam, you, I think you can add another uh adjective to that. But we we'll we'll talk about that at another day. Oh, we can go we'll go ahead and go there, brother. I want I wanna hear <laughs> hey, we no. to, I forgot about Daniel Williams last. No, no, not another not another athlete, another adjective. Oh, oh, description oh. to the word oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. superstar. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Let's yeah. just say a color. Yeah, there it is. I didn't want to say it, but there you go. There you go. I mean, hey, <laughs> yeah, we call it call it Luke, Luke Kigley was the second coming of Jesus. I just I ain't gonna say hey, look, nothing. Him and, and, like, him, and <laughs> him and Uncle G, right? Him and Greg Olson. But <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. But um, you know, I'm 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 ecstatic, man. Whether whether it whether he has, you know, whether he finishes season on a high note or, you know, on a, on a, on a tier, on a top tier level, as long as he's managing the games and not being as awful as Sam Darnold was, everybody in Charlotte or everybody who's a Panthers fan will be exceptionally happy for one. He won't be as awful. Yeah, of course. Yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't even as bad as a Patriot, but you know, we're talking about that, you know, but, um, I, I'm ecstatic. I know all my Panthers fans are ecstatic and honestly, man, I mean, He's never really had this many weapons at his disposal. So really, at the end of the day, man, it's just about making the right decision and making a decision on time. And I think he's ready. Um, uh, man, I don't know. I've been I've been feeling good about this all day. And like I said before, man, he don't have to be great. I had this argument with my little brother earlier, man, and he he got somebody left the chat. He said, I don't have faith in Cam. I said, let me explain something to you, man. Let me explain something about film. I've seen everything I need to see on TV. That's your point right there. <laughs> TV don't tell the story until you until you put these clips up and watch this back and back and forth and see these guys running wrong routes or see guys you know uh, obviously dropping the pill and when the opportunities was there I mean you don't really get it you can just see what you see on TV and, and be like yeah this guy ain't no good people do that about did that about what Philip Rivers Drew Brees and they really weren't bad they just made the decisions that they could make to maintain and maintain their career but that's no here there so um. I'm I'm raving about it. Obviously, we know he won't play this he won't play this week. But what he what what that's gonna do? I just talking about Cam is you're gonna bring fans back. You're gonna have the city rocking, and on top of that, man, the Hornets 
when this guy promising. So now you got LaMelo and Cam Newton, who was pretty much the, the city of Charlotte for what, 10 years? Mm-hmm. So now you're going to sell tickets, just whether he play or not. He can ride the bench for the rest of his career in Carolina. And he just you're just going to sell tickets because that's how big Cam Newton was to Charlotte. So um, I think he's I think he's going to come in, man. I think he's going to be fine. I think he's probably going to be like, you know, first couple of games probably be like 150, 175, probably a tutty, probably a pick, somewhere in that realm. But the thing about it is that that defense is good again. You have guys that you, that you can get the ball and you don't have to depend solely on yourself anymore, which is intriguing, right? I mean, that makes us even more dominant. If he can just be remote, just – just a half tier of what he was, you know what I mean? Uh, um, I, I'm 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 a static man. I don't even know how to really put it in words at this point. I know I keep using that word a lot, but I, I'm 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 lit at this point. I'm I'm lit, man, and I hope I hope we go further. And then, God forbid he could have been the playoffs, right? Sam Donald <laughs> might as well go ahead and look for uh, apartments elsewhere. I don't know where he's going, but he's getting the hell up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I can care less where he go, but um, it's cool, man, and. I'm going to tell you something that's crazy. That seat must have been hot on Matt Rule's ass because he had to go sign Cam back. That seat must have been smoking, big fella. Because ain't no way you just – first of all, you said you didn't want him. You said that. Then you go back and sign him back. You must have been facing facing, facing that, uh, that F word, son. Man, listen, he had that been. He had that been no doubt about it. No, no doubt about it. He had that been a couple of things that that stick out for me for this. Of course, like I said, happy for him. truly am. Um, the first things first. Uh, Sam Don is gone. Listen, let me let you just be honest. <laughs> I, there, there's there's no way that you can bring in um, Cam Newton mm-hmm. to the to the Panthers and expect. Expect Sam Donald to be staying anywhere soon. I mean, it's not gonna happen. He don't stand a chance. No, he don't stand a chance. He don't stand a chance. Not at P- all. PJ Walker mm-hmm. start before Sam Donald hit the football field again in Charlotte. Hit the fans got something to do. <laughs> for real. I mean, that's a fact. That's a fact. So, um, when it when it comes to what the Panthers have in Cam Newton, they have a seasoned veteran, mm-hmm. uh, somebody who knows, of course, the area who's going to be comfortable, so you don't have to sit here. And wait for him to be, you know, to get kind of a uh, situated and where everything is outside of football is in his life. So it's going to be easy transition mm-hmm. in into the position. And I think I think he's going to do well, man. He's healthy, mm-hmm. right? I think this is probably the healthiest we've ever seen, Cam. Um, I think that he knows the position he's in. I think he's going to seize the opportunity in order to rebrand himself as if not close to that MVP caliber year he had or the MVP year he had to something that's close to it. Because mm-hmm. I think that you guys do have a lot of weapons, right? Mm-hmm. And you have Christian McCaffrey back. He couldn't have came at a better time, to be honest. And so he's going to have an offensive line to protect him, right? Um, he's going to have the weapons outside to pass to, and he's going to have a secure running game mm-hmm. in order to keep defenses on their toes. So they can't hone in on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the move. I don't think he plays this weekend, even if he was available to play this weekend. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it's the Cardinals, right? Yeah, it, it's the Cardinals. You know, let's just give him. I don't think uh, is uh, Kyler Murray playing. I don't, I don't know. know he he didn't play last. Year. Week. I think he, I think he's day to day. 
But uh, so you have you have the Cardinals coming up this week. I mean, you still have a chance to make it to the playoffs. Let's be honest. In the NFC, the team that's going to win nine games, eight to nine games, they're going to be in the playoffs. They're going to be able to fight for that wild card spot. Mm -hmm. So now that you guys have Sam Darnold, can I see you getting that? I mean, now that you guys have Cam Newton, can I see you getting to that that eighth win, that ninth win? Of course, yes, because – like I told you from the beginning, I didn't believe in Sam Darnold. I don't care where he came from. Yeah. I don't care what he looked like. I don't care if it was a new start. Mm-hmm. My man was not. It, it, Sam Darnold's that type of quarterback that or that type of player that you take a chance on mm-hmm. because of the the height, because of the weight, because of the arm talent. And you're like, okay, we can invest a couple of games into him, and hopefully he turns out to be what Justin Herbert is turning out to be. Right. But he's not. Um, bad decisions, not very accurate with the football, and he's not athletic whatsoever. So, like, we he can't move around the pocket as if I'm not needing him to be Lamar Jackson, but good lord, I mean, don't be so stiff. Don't be a stat, yeah, don't be a right. statue back there. So, um, yeah, nah, I'm, I'm excited for Cam. Uh, I can't wait to see what he's going to do with the Carolina Panthers. You absolutely hit the nail on the head when you said he's going to bring more fans back into it because I'm going to be honest, brother, man. I went to that Eagles and Panthers game. Shout out to Mom Dukes who got us the tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, box suites, amazing. Um, we were able to get out chance as Eagles fans at a Panthers game. Like, we were able to start chance. <laughs> Like the defense chance and let's go offense and the fly Eagles fly was going on. Like it was as if it was our home game, right? Right. So that's gonna play a huge, huge part when it comes to your home games because who who wants to hear that? Right? Who wants <laughs> to hear that as a home team that like these uh, wait a minute, are we at home or are we away? Like, <laughs> if you can get it, if you can get a defense chance started up on a on a uh, a very crucial third down or fourth down in the, in the late quarters, that pays a huge part, right? Into into your uh, into your game, into the how you play. Because let's be honest, right? Nobody nobody's out chanting the Green Bay Packers up there in Wisconsin. No way. Or is it was is it Wisconsin? Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> Wisconsin. Nah, yeah, you're not a channel cheesehead. Not, not, and, not, not a Lambo you not. And ain't, ain't nobody. And first of all, ain't nobody traveling up there to go to no game. I'm sorry, no, it's I too brick. It's first part too brick. Uh, so, Gucci, <laughs> Um, so yeah, man, you get you get your fans back. I think it's gonna be amazing for the city. It's gonna be amazing for Cam. I wish him nothing but the best. I've been a Cam fan, you know, since day one. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's he's walking into something great. You know, he's walking into something that. He's it's gonna feel amazing to him, and and the best part is you guys as fans and as a city are gonna welcome him back with open arms. You're gonna hug oh, the yeah. shit out of him. That first game when he plays at home is gonna be crazy. Mm-hmm. It's gonna oh, be crazy. It's gonna be rocking. My mom saw him at the at the stadium today when he came in to talk to the team. That's what I'm talking about. That boy big. That's a big boy. Yeah, that's a big fella. That's six six two forty. <laughs> and that boy vegan. Oh, you went out. Say it again. I said that boy vegan. Oh, yeah. Say, listen. Hey, I'm gonna listen. tell you something funny, man. Is when I seen that uh, Thanos picture. Oh uh, yeah. You can oh, yeah. with your own failure, and mm-hmm. what that bring you back? Bring you to right back to me. Back to me. <laughs> right funny back to, to me. me. Exactly, boy. And, and like I said, I'm super excited because we were we were rooting for Cam Newton when he went to the Patriots, and I'm not yeah, even a Patriots fan. And honestly, man, two seconds away from buying the jersey, 
He wasn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, the red one. I was. It was happening. The red one. Yeah, it was happening. I, he wasn't. People make it seem like he was god awful, but people fail to realize how that Patriots team had no, no, no receivers. Honestly, right. the, half the defense quit because of COVID or simple fact that Tom Brady left. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and the offensive line was banged up. And then you had no real true running game because I think James missed the season due to I think his parents. Something happened. His parents were not mistaken. Um. So I mean, really, he still managed to throw for almost three bands, and, he, and we, I think he went seventy nine. Right. And he had COVID. Week three, so you know, and that's kind of my thing. Like he's not, he doesn't have to even be who he used to be. He just has to be serviceable, right? right? Oh yeah, that's a fact. He's be serviceable, be available. Availability is the best ability. You know, be available and and just manage the game, manage each and every game. And I promise you, they're gonna give that man another contract because. I, I think it was a great move by the Panthers for all the right reasons, right? Mm-hmm. Get the fans back, get the money back, you mm-hmm. know, get, start getting a lot of t- good ticket sales. It's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good rest of the season for you guys, man. Cam Newton's almost Cam Newton's almost like a basketball player when it comes to, like when he hears the roar and the fans and all that. That turns him into yeah. a different player. He's one of those players. Like it's almost he's not in basketball. When when a, when a, when a, when a basketball player hears the crowd, he's a whole other beast. It's almost like oh, Cam beast. Newton. Like he wants that. He wants that noise because it makes him tap into another element and you gotta love that i mean you gotta love that so i'm, I'm excited man and and shh, i ain't gonna hold it. i'm gonna be in the nosebleeds one of these games probably when it's cold outside <laughs> i'm gonna be up there shivering but i'll be up there chin. shivering yes sir yes sir oh man let's uh let's switch mm. let's go to the nba um hey good win last night you know good win last night oh listen listen let me tell you something the lakers versus the heat last night I was I stayed up for that game. I was tired at work today, and I said, "We need this, Lord <laughs> in heaven, please let us get this." Like the Heat, y'all really didn't need that win, but we needed it, <laughs> right? We needed it because we have just been, you know, the only teams we really beat have been non-playoff teams, yeah, for real. So we really needed this dub against a very good Miami Heat team. But we're not going to start with the Miami Heat. We're going to start with something else. Hallelujah. We're gonna start with the big boy out there in, in the uh in the mountains, Denver Nuggets. <laughs> mm. Nico, Nico. The Serbian. Denver Nuggets star reigning MVP Nikola Jokic has been suspended for one game without mm. pay for forcefully pushing Miami Heat forward Markeith Morris in the back on Monday night. <laughs> Morris was fined 50 grand for his flagrant two fouls, which led to the Joker's retaliation. While Miami Heat's Jimmy Butler was fined thirty grand, attempting mm-hmm. to escalate the altercation, <laughs> failing to comply with the NBA security interview. First of all, let me get something out of the way. That picture of them in the hallway, dope as hell. I ain't gonna hold you. That gotta go in the man cave. Gotta dope be. as hell. Dope as hell. Ready, ready. <laughs> Second of all, let me tell you something. If you hit me, don't turn your back. Mm-mm. Cause you either getting this sweet chin music <laughs> or this sweet back of the head music. The choice is yours. It's either way, it's coming. So don't hit me or shove me and then turn your back because it's coming. It's yeah. coming. My boy was stupid for turning around. It's stupid, but it's coming. The sweet chin music or the sweet back of the head music. The choice is yours. The choice is yours. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm 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 be real with you, bro. Uh, it's the culture. I mean, it ain't new. If you if you if you watch Miami Heat play for years coming, it ain't new. I mean, right. the, difference, the difference is is that this group embraces it, and whereas the big three and further teams didn't really embrace it because they didn't want it. Like, 
if you notice, like, I mean, not you notice, but people in general, um, we got into a lot of altercations when D-Wade, Braun, and Chris Bosch were there. Like, D-Wade ended up, I think, if I'm not mistaken, plenty of times, I think, I know D-Wade got altercations in general, but I remember he got into some shit with Richard Hamilton, and he put, he literally pushed Richard Hamilton to the ground with one arm, like, on some, on some bullish. So this ain't nothing new to the game, right. guys. Like, this is Miami Heat culture, and you have to accept this. And one thing about the players that we bring in now, they all accept this dog mentality. But as you stated, Marquise knew better. Yeah, I mean, you think you just because you bully all these other guys, you and your brother. This is a big kid, huh? This this kid is 6'11", 250, and he's from Serbia. Like Serbia. Not even the size, Rio. They, be- they, they believe in multiple- they believe Yeah, they believe in vampires and stuff. So they fight. Oh, yeah. Outside. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like they on a whole nother wave of life out there. You know what I mean? So and, and just because, don't get it wrong, he got the two other brothers. Like, one's an MMA fighter, another one used to play in, like, the Serbian league. They're older than him. But don't get it twisted. There's several videos and several clips of somebody trying to the Joker. He, like, start He's pushing back. Like, but he not having it. So, yeah. don't get it. Just because he looked fluffy and he and he he funny looking, you know, <laughs> don't, no, don't, don't test him because he's shown multiple times. Like, look, man, I'm not, I'm not here to play the round. I'm not here to play the I'm just hooping. I'm just hooping, man. Don't don't take don't take it to that level because I can take it to that level. Oh yeah, because I'm pretty sure, pretty sure the Serbian league when they got mm-hmm. when they start pushing and shoving, it don't the rest don't get in between that. Y'all nah. y'all set it at y'all selves because I'm not it's jumping in between that. It's the hooking season. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, but it's like you stated though. I mean, I don't care who you are. I don't care what's the state. If you bump me. And we didn't been up in squabbles before. If you bump me, son, ain't gonna be no. He first of all, he's lucky. Nicola pushed him back because out here in the streets, <laughs> you are gonna wake up tomorrow. Like you know what I mean, that's what's gonna happen. Like I, it would have been straight. A lot of cleans your clock right beside. I'd have seen you'd been walking, and I'd have just I'd have served you because I had no choice. But oh yeah, because it wasn't a regular push. That was nah, a shoulder to the rib cage. Yeah, you pushed me out. You you. You deliberately tried to foul me on a flagrant. Like, you was going to get the flagrant one or two regardless. You didn't care how you got it. I mean, so it was either going to happen then or later. So, you lucky. All he did was push you. Or, uh, um, I don't know what you want to call the wrestling move. It's a wrestling move in the real life. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know what you want to call it. But you knew better as a as a, as a a bully. I guess I would call the Morris Twins. So that's what y'all are, bullies. Yeah. As a bully, you knew better to hit somebody and turn your back. Like I said, yeah. he's lucky that it went to that point. But um, the Jimmy Butler situation, man, I mean, I, I read something with Jimmy Butler said he wasn't even talking to Nicole. He was talking to somebody else. And it's kind of like – Oh, yeah, I don't think – I don't think he was talking to Nicole because uh, the way he was talking, the way Jimmy – because I don't think the Joker was talking back to him when it got when it got heated. No, I think he sat – I think he sat out. He was like off in his face almost. Like, he yeah. Was kinda, yeah. He so was whoever, whoever was talking to Jimmy – I mean, listen, I, there's not a couple of people out in that league I don't believe that will get into a fight, but I know one of them is Jimmy Butler. I think he'll yeah. I think they, he get into a scuffle real quick. That kid grew up homeless. He has he got a lot of anger. You lucky he's chilling. Whole whole lot of anger. Whole and you know what's crazy when I think about it? Now that I remember, Aaron Gordon's on that Denver Nuggets team and him and Kyle Lowry got beef. Mm. So that yeah. might have it might have been some it might have been some of that. You know what I mean? You know Aaron Gordon's a talker too. So it might have been some of that too. Could have been. Who knows? Could have been. Uh, it's, it's, it was a funny situation, man. I, yeah, was, uh, I was watching that game, and I was like, oh, Lord, what's going on? <laughs> y'all little scrappy team, ain't y'all? Y'all like yeah. that. Uh, and then y'all got, the, y'all got the fake tough boy, uh, Tyler Hero. <laughs> yeah, boy, boy wonder. 
<laughs> Tell he was swear, but now he bought that life. Yeah, boy, you full content. Don't get it twisted. When I saw that picture, Tyler Hero with them braids in his hair, I was like, oh my, <laughs> please stop. <laughs> <laughs> that boy said black. Jimmy Butler rubbing too much off of you, man. Please yeah. stop, man. Well, hey, look, you know, like I know, Duncan Robinson and and um and and uh, Tyler Hero will definitely be made examples out of Day in the Hood. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, most definitely, most definitely. But it, Morris knew better. Don't don't yeah. don't hit nobody. Don't show nobody. Then turn your back because that's just stupid. Nah, that's you look, stupid. You look at to go to sleep. You look you yeah. go to sleep. That's how I put yeah. it. I'm coming with it. And then the brother tweeting about you know the the <laughs> was it uh not that was Marquise Marquise tweeting about oh uh, talking Marcus, about uh, yeah Marcus yeah. yeah Marcus was talking about the joke on Twitter then the. The Jokic brothers got on there. I'm like, listen, man, I'm gonna be honest. That's not, that's not a family I won't mess with. Nah. Because uh, uh, wasn't it a picture when Jokic went back home? He was like riding in a cart with a goat or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, y'all, stop, stop you gotta, fucking with them. <laughs> you got to pick the right battle, man. That's not a battle. You, first of all, it's three of them and it's two of y'all. I mean, it's, it don't, that's not a battle I want to get myself into. Nah, not, and I'm not, look, I'm, of course I'm not calling the Morris twins anything other than, I'm not calling them no babies, I'm not calling them no whatever, right? I'm just saying that that's a whole nother different type of fight y'all messing with. That's not another black person that's just like, you know, oh, I know somebody who carried a nine, like, nah, they might know a couple of people in the mob over there <laughs> or some some Serbian gangs, and they different. Tell you different. Too. <laughs> Turn you into stupid. Be a, be a it's a special kind of stupid. See, yeah. like, that's the one thing I don't mess with, man. I know we're getting off the topic of sports, but I don't mess with foreign gangs. I don't mess with foreign no, people sir. when it comes to that because they, they do things differently out there. Yeah. They do things differently. I mean, you yeah. can even travel as close as the south of the border. Mm-hmm. The Mexican gangs do things different down mm-hmm. there. I know they do things different in yeah. Serbia. So <laughs> <laughs> they got it rough over there. Yeah, you know I mean, I know they do things different in Serbia, but uh, but yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna switch it to another player. We haven't talked about him in quite some time, but I, I was reading something on on the internet that caught my eye. And we're gonna talk about your boy out there, the flat earther who believes that the COVID vaccine is gonna turn us into lizard people, Kyrie <laughs> Irving. <laughs> So, uh, Kyrie Irving's chances of playing for the Brooklyn Nets has took another hit. Recently, when the New York mayor-elect Adams said that the city wasn't going to change its vaccine mandate policy during a CNN interview. Mm. Ooh, we. Was that today? That was actually this week. It it got caught up in a whole lot of uh, things going on in, in the sports world, so that happened this week. So... This is kind of putting Brooklyn Nets in in this in this uh, sticky situation because I don't think Kyrie Irving is moving off of his stance simply because mm-hmm. he started a whole movement. I don't think he meant to start a whole movement, but my man started a whole movement and now he really can't switch sides, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's he's kind of dug in at this point. So the things that's coming up is well, since the Nets can't do anything with Kyrie Irving, well, why can't we just trade him? Here's mm-hmm. the thing, and an NBA executive had an interview and it said. For the most part, every front office and coaching staff is scared to death of Kyrie Irving and don't want to touch him. (laughs) Honestly, it might have been four teams before this whole COVID vaccine deal, but he's a guy that the front offices don't trust, that coaches don't want to deal with him. Really, the only people that like him are the players. Ooh. We. 
Where do the Brooklyn Nets go on from here? Because they still paying my man for away games. Kyrie That's Irving it. is still getting paid. You just take that hit. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, all they can do? that's the hit you can. You just got to take. I mean, as you just stated, mm-hmm. Kyrie's not changing the stance, and it doesn't matter what you do with North say unless you change that net mandated rule. Oh, Kyrie's wait a gonna... minute! You going in and out, Rio? Having some te- technical difficulties. Okay, I hear you. Okay, I'm I'm trying to be still. That's why I ain't going over. Um, <laughs> you know how my house is. Um, but um, I think he, I think we know. Like you just stated, Kyrie's not changing his stance on what he believes and how he's going to move. So. You gotta take. You gotta bite that bullet until unless they man, unless that mandated situation change, which is probably not right. Mm-hmm. You it's, gotta take that not. hit. You just gotta take that hit. I mean, you can find somebody who's gonna possibly take that offer, but many are not. As for the reason you stated, you don't know what you're gonna get out of Kyrie. You don't know if he's gonna play, and if you trade him, he's probably gonna. It's, I mean, if you, if you trade him, I'm not gonna say he's gonna retire because I don't know, but I mean, it's a high chance. You may you might as well say he's retired because he's not hooping. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, that's I a mean, fact. I would say he's retired. So, I mean, at the end of the day. And he, and he threatened to retire if he ever got traded. Right. So, I mean, at the end of the day, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm Brooklyn, I just take that. You just have to deal with it. I mean, that contract is how long? Four years? Yeah. They pay Four my years? man the bag to sit at home. Like, let's, let's be honest. Let's sit here and think about this. My man is getting paid millions of dollars to not even touch a basketball, let well, alone even go to the gym. Yeah, my boy, my boy, hoop, my boy, hoop, open run, because I'm pretty sure he's getting plenty of open runs. Plenty of open runs. Plenty <laughs> boy, of open runs. He getting played. He getting paid millions to go to open run. That's it, because he can't <laughs> practice with the Nets. And I mean, yeah, I mean, so talk about finesse. I mean, talk about it. That, talk that's about that's it. finesse past a whole level. Yeah, I, I need that's that on, job. That's on one thousand. I mean, I need so, that job. I man, mean, man, man. Kyrie's Kyrie's. In belief of what he believes. I mean, so, I mean, I, I hate it for the Brooklyn Nets because I think with Kyrie, I think that makes them the team to beat. You know what I mean, even with us playing well, but the Bucks are banged up. I mean, the Sixers are without Ben Simmons, but I mean, it's still balling, though. They were, I think they were like, were one yeah. seed, one point. Yeah, I think they were the number one seed a couple of games ago. I think they might be, what, maybe third or fourth now. So they're still in, they're still in contention. So, um, Seth Curry's balling his mind out. Yeah, and JoJo when he's out there, he's on a. I mean, like you stated before, though, when you when you lose that guy, that guy that was kind of in the way, yeah, it makes that court more open. I mean, and when I see JoJo four right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I seen JoJo with two guys, he hit a sidestep to a tray rock. I said, "Oh, he's hooping different because I know you got that in your bag, but to use that at that point in time when the clock winded down, oh yeah, you you hooping on a whole other mindset." Whole another mindset. So, um, man, man, I mean, man. I think so. You kind of brought up you you kind of brought up something earlier this week that I kind of wanted to touch on for a little bit. Uh, you said Ben Simmons for Jalen Brown, mm-hmm. or you said which one would you wait? Did you say Ben Simmons or Jalen Brown? And I said I would say yeah, what would you do, do it. Yeah. yeah. And my reason is because Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are the same person, for sure, and. I don't think the Celtics are going anywhere at all. Not I think they're kind of stuck in like a like a perpetual motion of we're about to be the fifth or sixth seed again this mm-hmm. year and just floating in that area of we're just not going to really make it anywhere because mm-hmm. the talent is there, mm-hmm. but they just need a couple extra pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, and so right now they're five or six. 
uh, kind of the eleventh spot, but I'm pretty sure he'll turn around as soon as they start getting the situation together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't, I never really got to hear your side of the story when it comes to how would you feel for a trade for Ben Simmons for Jalen Brown. I mean, I I agree with you, bro. I mean, JT and JB are the same person, and the thing about it is, is that honestly, to be real with you, JB's playing at a better rate than JT is. I mean, you can call it what you want to call it. So, 26 I mean, points per game, 50% shooting from the field, 40% for three. That's where the key is, right? That 50 and 40. Because JT's hoisted. Well, JT gets in a problem of, and it's, and it's the Kobe effect because he's it's his favorite player. So you're going to get to that point. And he is a stud, but he gets to that point of just hoisting up shots. It's been a couple games this year, and it's been a short season where he's hoisted up almost 30 shots, if not 30 shots, and ain't made, and, you know, shooting and ended up shooting poorly. And JB's in the same mess of having. 26, 27, and shooting efficient of 50 or above 50. So, I mean, it's kind of like, for me, I was just like, who for who? At the end of the day, you don't go wrong with either one. Both have been all-stars, right? So, I mean, right. are you are you losing anything? I think, honestly, to be real with you, I think JB's a better defender. So, really, you probably gain more getting rid of JT, which I know they're probably not because he was, what, the third overall pick, right? Uh, uh, was Jalen? I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but you can keep talking I'll look it up. Um, so really and honestly, I think you have to go with it. First of all, Ben Simmons bringing that other that element of, um, defender, uh, facilitator, which that's really, I think, what Boston missing. You know, um, you know, they never really had a true facilitator. You had Kimball Walker, not a facilitator score, right? Um, mm-hmm. you got Marcus Smart, who's not a, he's, I don't think he's a starting point guard. I think he's a great quality backup who can get occasionally started minutes, but he's not a knockdown shooter. He's a good defender. He has a good IQ, but it's just not going to pan out to the level that I think that um, the Celtics need to get over the hump. Yeah. Um, um, so for me, I think I'm with you. I think you have to take that chance at this opportunity. Now, you don't have to give up JB if you want to, but I mean, until J- JT shows me more, I think I would take my chance to get rid of JT. Because I mean, at the end of the day, you're not, they're the same player. <laughs> I mean, right. they're literally the same player. But the literally thing about it is, the same one, player. one is more way, way more efficient. And I think I want my chance with the guy who's efficient because I know for a fact Devin Brown can score 24 a night, right? And I know for a fact it's not going to put me in detrimental because he's not going to hoist up 30 shots to get 24. So that's more opportunities for us. That's less, there's less chances for the opposing team, which gets, you know, gets involved. People feel like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like 30 shots is a lot of shots. First of all, mm-hmm. to shoot 30 shots and only hit seven, I'm upset with you. I don't give a damn <laughs> how good you are. I'm upset with you because you took 30 shots. You only made seven. Come on, man. Like, that's hey, man, shoot a shoot. shoot <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, and, I, and I guess I guess they look at it from the standpoint where they took them, and then they look at it from the point of, um, you know, um, eventually it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to change. You got to take the good with the bad. Almost like the Lakers situation with Russ. Like, we know Russ is going to turn the – we know Russ is going to turn the basketball over. Like, Russ is going to flirt with a, tri- a quadruple – double every night because he's going to have at least six to seven tournaments. It's going to happen. But you have to live with it. Yeah, I mean, every team has to live with it. OKC, Houston, um, even Washington, right? So, I don't know, man. I think for me, man, you don't go wrong with getting rid of either one of them, but I think I'm taking the chance with the guy who's the most efficient. It's going to bring me better um, better chances on offense and less transition buckets because these long-ass misses turn into easy twos or easy threes, and that's right. what JT gives up a lot. I think I think for me, I think the reason why it's even a part of a discussion, like I said, is because they're the same player. But I think I think the reason why people jump to Jalen Brown first before they jump to Jason Tatum is simply because of the height. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you always pick the taller, bigger mm-hmm. player, which I understand. 
But like you said, it's not it's not looking good for Jason Tatum this year. And whether it's just a slump or what he's going through or what have you, my man is shooting thirty eight percent from the field, um, and then thirty three percent from three. Right, mm-hmm. Jalen Brown is is giving you more at an efficient level, mm-hmm. and quite honestly, he's the better defender mm-hmm. between the both of them. Mm-hmm. So, I, I really think you can really get rid of either one of them mm-hmm. uh, and be fine with it because, like we said, they're both the same player. I think Ben Simmons helps you get over that hump because you have such a you have such a perimeter oriented offense at the Boston Celtics already. The only person who really plays in the post is Al Horford. And even he plays in a perimeter. And if he plays in a perimeter, and let's be honest, if you put, in, let's be honest, let's you start Al Horford, right, and you start Ben Simmons, that's fine. But I'm pretty sure Ben Simmons is going to get the bulk of the minutes while Al Horford is on the bench. You kind of run that small ball lineup with Ben mm-hmm. Simmons at your center, mm-hmm. and then Ben Simmons has the entire paint to himself instead of trying to share it with JoJo. Right. Or if he's with the Celtics or trying to share with with Al Horford, right? Yeah. So I think Ben Simmons becomes more efficient. Mm-hmm. I think he be- I think he's more happy, right? Mm-hmm. He's gonna be in another town, a, a fresh start. Mm-hmm. And I think I think it helps him out a lot because when you go up against that, you go up against a, the star studded teams like the Hawks or the Nets or the Heat, you have that lockdown defender. Okay, let's go guard Katie. You can't stop him, but you can make it difficult for mm-hmm. him. Right. Let's go get let's go put you on Jimmy Butler. Let's go put you on Trey Young. Mm-hmm. Right. So you have that you have that option in Ben Simmons. Cause when they played the Hawks last year and Ben Simmons was guarding Trey Young, he was giving him hell. Yeah, big body for a lot of length. I mean, you just right. had all the intangibles to pretty much aggravate Trey Young because Trey Young hadn't really adjusted to that. Like people love to say, you know, Trey Young and Steph Curry are the same. Yeah, but I think the difference is is that Steph Curry, if you don't realize, man, you know we talk about this a lot, but Steph Curry is at a different level. And people don't understand. Different level. It's a whole he understands the game at a whole other level. Like he understands how different shots level. off against every 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 defense because he didn't see every defense. You know what I mean? So yeah, like you say that, man, I mean he gave Trey Young. Hey, I think Trey Young was like he shot a lot of, he had a lot of poor games. And I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, I mean, he just not having that that other star was the issue too. So Ben Simmons knowing that I got a job to do, I mean, I can, it's easy to do my job, and I know I, I can I can be free range and pretty much give this guy Hades amongst his whole what forty eight minutes, fifty minutes, sixty minutes, forty eight minutes, it's sixty minutes, however long you want, however long have, you want these problems, you gonna get it, you gonna get them, you gonna get them. So I I I, I can see the trade working. Um, it's a. I don't think it goes one for one though. I think the Celtics are kind of. I mean, I think the the Sixers would have to give up something else simply because Ben Simmons haven't hasn't played a game this whole season. Mm-hmm. So I think he, you offer him a you offer them another young player, and um or a draft pick, mm-hmm. and uh, I think they make that trade. But um, so we we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna dip our toe in this right quick. I don't want to spend too much time on this topic. Giannis Antetokounmpo and these damn transition threes and this pull up hezy mid range <laughs> he got now, it's over for the lead. Y'all might as well pack it up. I know they're going through the little beginning of the year woes right now, but go ahead and go go ahead and pack it up. <laughs> what? Drew hurt, right? Drew hurt. Yeah, Drew hurt. Is Chris hurt? I think Chris Chris might be hurt. I, I don't think know. Dante still hurt. They lost PJ, so I mean they, they he's and they what what are they, six and six right six and six, so they're they're five hundred. I mean they dude. just beat the Knicks. <laughs> so, I mean like dude, they're at that round, dude. Like like he's he's like, he's on the level two man. He's on another notch. Like that transition three and that pull up and just being able to knock that trade out in the half court, that is dangerous. 
He's a 6'10", what, 240-250. You obviously know you can't stop him in transition. You can't stop him in the paint. So now he's developing a jump shot. Oh, my God. Stop what do it. we do? Stop <laughs> it. Like, who do you put on him? You can't he's only – and let's not forget how old he is. He's Please, let's 25. not forget him. 26. Oh, he just turned 26. That's right. He just turned 26. 6'11", 250. Calm down, man. He ain't starting. Come on now. So, stop like, it. you can't stop the bully ball. So, now he's he's getting to the point. Now he's adding that, that point of where I can play. So, people don't understand, like, let's get this. When you add that Trey Rock or that mid-range to your game, you add another two to three years to your career. Mm-hmm. Just be real. Because now you ain't playing bully ball. You ain't banging your body. I can I can stay out here and jab, jab, pull up, and I'm a 50% shooter from right here. Move around. Cause it's over. Stop me. It's over. I'm sorry. Giannis, yeah, Giannis is 26 years old. KD doesn't, you know, KD has about three more years left in him. LeBron's going to be going through. God. Years. This is about to be, him? it's about to be a Giannis league. Can't nobody check him. Who Can't nobody him? check him. Because nobody. All the, other, all the other promising guys are what? Six, 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 five. Like, let's, let, let's be honest. He's a, he is a center masquerading as a two guard. Oh, he's a 2K player. He's the, he's a perfect 2K build. He's a center masquerading <laughs> as a two guard. Somebody's yeah. convinced this man that he can dribble and shoot. I don't know who did it, but somebody yeah. convinced him that he can dribble and shoot. I said a long time ago. I said this while I was in college. This is, this is when he was young, just got to the league. I'll never forget these words. I said, I think Giannis was like just starting to come into like an all-star type situation. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was talking to friends about it. I don't know if you heard me say this. And I was like, you know what? Scary part about it is this motherfucker don't even know how to play basketball yet. That's a true statement. He don't even know how to play basketball yet. You said that, and I said it a lot of times, because Buzzle used to play 2K with him. And you know, mm-hmm. you know Buzzle used to play 2K with him. And I'd be like, Bro, this motherfucker don't even know how to really play basketball for real. Like, he literally is just out there being strong. Like, just being strong. He's just out there being strong. So, he has no true fundamental of really how strong to Strong in the wingspan of, of, of as long as you can think of. Strong. Like, I mean, that's Fast. so scary. Like, so you put him in a situation, and now he has the now he has the city of Milwaukee on his back, and they're going to give him every – they're going to give him Bro. anybody he want to play with if he want him. He's going to give him all – he's going to get all the training coaches. He's going to get he all the – and he showed that, like, he honestly really doesn't really need another superstar. No, he doesn't. You just give him a good supporting cast. I'll make it do what it do. I can make it do what it do. Because not really a lot of superstars are going to come to Milwaukee, but people who will come to Milwaukee are people who are, like, great role great, great, mm-hmm. great role players in, in that mm-hmm. nature. But, yeah, I want to know who leaned over to him a couple years ago and was like, bro. Jason Kidd? Bro, listen. I, I don't know if you thought about this yet, but start dribbling. And, and start running fast with the ball. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Let, we don't know yet. You can rebound. You can play in the paint. But let's see what happens if you start dribbling. We don't know yet. We don't that know. Strong ass in and out. That 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 euro from the three point line because his first step is at three point line. Second Boy, step is what? at the middle of the paint. Now he's rising. I mean, what do you? If he rises from the middle of the paint, he's gonna punch on you. And, and and how dare, how dare Kobe? Tell this man to go work on a jump shot and and has the audacity to leave this earth and not see what monster this motherfucker has made. Yeah, not he created see, one. He created one and he was like, "Listen, work on that jump shot." And then Kobe left. Rest, rest easy, Kobe. But I appreciate you because this is this is fun to watch. <laughs> this is fun to watch. Man. Work on that jump shot, dude. Hey, hey, Kobe. You know, any any wipe this hands after this too. He was like, "Hey, like Trey, could you, you imagine?" Yeah, for me. Could you imagine if Bean was still here training Giannis? 
Come on now, stop playing with me. He's already at another. He's already another level. Just imagine Dean was here to give him that 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 mindset. That, that mindset times two because people don't know that Kobe mindset is on a whole another level. Doc. Oh, and if you pair it, <laughs> if you if you pair it with the with work freak. ethic and the freak of nature, not just it's one thing to have a Kobe mindset and put up thirty shots like Jalen Brown only hit seven. It's another thing to pair it with the work ethic and the freak of nature when it comes to your athleticism. That's two totally different things. The backgrounds, look, man, the backgrounds these kids come from, man, they mean You're basically something. seeing Shaq 2.0. If Shaq had that, you're basically oh, yeah. seeing what Shaq could have been. And this, this is pretty much what Shaq would have been in this era. Oh, pretty yeah. much. What oh, you yeah. see, what you see in JoJo and Giannis, this is what Shaq could have been in this era. Because this is what they would probably, this is what they would have made him. It would have made him. That's what step, it would have made him to. Step out here, son. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> let's go get in the gym. Step out here, son. Oh, I'm. A, oh, I just got to the league and I'm skinny. Don't worry about that. I'm gonna work on this weight. Oh, oh yeah. you guys are you guys are starting to be you know starting to ball strip a lot. Oh no, let me work on these handles. Oh wait okay. a minute, you back on our way to the paint in transition. Let me work on this jump shot. And, and what's crazy is Kill already had the Kill could run with the best of them to be as big as he was. So imagine like we said, he's Orlando. Oh man, oh man, mm. Orlando, Orlando, Orlando Shaq would have been on a whole other level if he would have got this type of level. What? It's scary watching him play now and seeing the little bit of time. Because let's just be honest, in the span of his career, this is a very small amount of time he's he's invested into his jump shot. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine next year and the year after that, after he's mm-hmm. had multiple years to work on his jump shot? Yeah, because at this point, the other elements of this game are perfectly fine. All you got to do is stay consistent with those. Now you get to a point where now you're shooting this midi at a at a 50 clip and you're shooting this tray rock at a 38% or to a 42%. I man, I man, what you do with that? It's nothing you can do with that, honestly. You nothing. have to you have to take that nothing. L because nobody in this league is checking you. I mean, you can put one guy on it, but it's not gonna happen. Like honestly, let's be real. I'm gonna be real. The only person you can put, I think, and just be real with you, I think it's two guys, probably Anthony Davis and Bam Adebayo. I think those are the only two guys you can literally put on Giannis to cause frustration only because they're rangy. They they but they can play inside and out. And I still think I still think he gets the best of them only because of his oh, yeah. bully mentality. You bully I mean? mentality. So he's so so you, you, made, you made a good statement. You made a good statement where AD can make it a, a, a living nightmare for him is his length, right, and a height. Yeah. But Giannis outmotors him every time. Mm-hmm. Now let's switch it over to Bam. Bam matches his motor. But Giannis is taller too small. and bigger. It's, it's too, too small. small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still a mismatch. So, yeah, you gonna you gonna slow him down a little bit. It's still a mismatch. Yeah. What I think I think somebody blocked his shot the other night. I think it was a short kid. I can't remember what his name was. And then like I think it was like a two possession later. He punched on him. Oh yeah. <laughs> punched on him ferocious. And oh, he was yeah. like, he was like, man, you know who I am. I'm a two-time MVP. Listen, man, you know I mean? two-time MVP, defensive player of the year, and NBA champion. And, and my I man is only 26 years old. I'm a champion. Like, you can't say Giannis without champion. And he did He did all this before he got a jump shot. Let's remember <laughs> that he did all of that before he got a jump shot. Hey, didn't that boy score 50 in the, in the game six? Without shooting the rock. <laughs> like, let's be scores. real. I don't think people are understanding this. Like, <laughs> it's over. Bro, it's over. It's over. I'm sorry. It's over. It's nothing you can do. You got to hope guys say, hey, look, here goes somebody else. That's what we got to hope at this point. Here goes another over, kid. The, the Lord blessed this man with the size and the ability to play in the NBA. Giannis 
is not that talented, like gift talented, as if you're talking about like a Kyrie Irving or a Stephen Curry. But mm-hmm. he has replaced that with work ethic and determination from somebody. Fuck what you heard when it comes to. There's only really a couple that people background. who could match that background. And that's like that's- Jimmy Butler's one of them. There's a couple of players. No, this motherfucker didn't <laughs> spend the dime of his rookie paychecks, sent them all back home, and he would run to practice into games. Now, I don't know who, but I don't know who got to work harder than that. And they said a guy who's never, who's not here again, which is uh, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan. It's only a few guys on that type of level, man. It's only a few guys, and 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 every single time when you have that work ethic, when you have that determination, that dedication, and LeBron, it James, always, excuse me, it always works out. You, you're going to be, you're going to be great. You're going to be one of the greatest to ever play the game. Every time, every and time. I think, I think that's why I'm like I'm sold on kids like uh, Anthony Edwards, and like. I think I, I think that's why I like Anthony Edwards so much because all he does is hoop, bro. All he does, that's is all he hoop. does. Like he that's knows where his flaws are, and he goes get he go he fixes those. Or he like he knows he's not a great shooter. So what they do, I continue to shoot because I'm trying to be one of the greatest. Like he had forty, he had forty eight, he had forty eight the other night, and nobody's he, talking about that. I know we, we are. Oh, I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off. No, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. We, we are we are talking about when it, when it comes to Giannis. Let's be real here. We are talking about what Ben Simmons can be. Pretty much. That's exactly. This is exactly. That's exactly what Ben Simmons could be if he put in the work ethic that he should. Because every other part of his game has already flourished. Like he's yep. a great. He can dribble the ball. He can play in the post. He's he's obviously. I mean, leaping ability, all that. That shit is already gifted. If you just put in the time and say, "Hey, look, this off season, these next six off or these next four or five off seasons, I'm in the gym, straight jump shots. I'm going to get lethal shooter. I'm going to get Dev in the lab. I'm going to get RT uh, or R2B or whatever, whatever that boy name out there in mm-hmm. California." The one that Mikey trained with, I'm going to get all these shooting coaches, and I'm I'm in the lab on a regular shooting jump shot. I don't care. I'm finishing every day with a thousand jump shots, whether it's in um, pieces or, it. or it's in that one segment. I don't care that's how it. you look at it. That's, that's what it. I'm and doing. I, and I promise you, what what's crazy is what's crazy is along with the work ethic and determination, you know it was real. Because, and when I say real, I mean like authentic. It was organic. It was for mm-hmm. something internally mm-hmm. because he didn't post about it on social media. Never. You didn't you didn't see him post a video of him shooting jump shots. You didn't see him post a video of working on his main range. You didn't see none of that. What he did was he going to show you. Yeah, because all the videos you see posted. I don't think any, any video you see of Giannis is literally posted by the Milwaukee Bucks. No, it's by his family. It's by his kids, his wife, oh, his no, family. No, I'm, saying, I'm saying if you see if you see Giannis working on jump shots and stuff like that, the Milwaukee Bucks post that. He oh yeah, the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, yeah. I'm, oh okay. What I was saying <laughs> yeah, was if he posted himself, yeah, 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 it's, yeah, it's yeah. of his family, right? But, yeah, right, right. Yeah. But yeah, if the Milwaukee, if, yeah, if there is a video of him shooting, it's the Milwaukee Bucks. They posted it on like their I, social media page. Guaranteed. Like if you like you stated, if you see anything else, it's gonna be family, his kids, his wife, his old, you know, what I mean, his brothers. It's all the mm-hmm. type. Of, it's all the type of lifestyle because I ain't gotta post what I'm doing because I'm doing it. You're gonna see when the season start and I'm hanging 27 and you like. And that damn twenty-seven out of twenty-seven on that seventeen right. jump shots. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There the, was there was jump shots. I wish I had the video. If I find it, I'm gonna send it to you. But it's a clip. It's a video of all the clips of when Giannis at the beginning of the season started shooting, mm-hmm. and all the defenders was like, "Fuck no!" Like, "Oh hell no!" Nah. And they was like, not really guarding it. Cash. <laughs> and then they won't send it for the rest of the game. They was just like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, I've been in the lab. This is the difference between me and you. Yeah, this is the difference between me and you. I just came came fresh off a of, uh, championship, a uh, MVP, defensive player of the year, and I'm still in the lab. That boy and I'm probably still had no vacation. 
No vacation. He probably no went vacation. To the, he probably went. He probably he probably went to the beach for like a week. Then he came back to the crib and was a hermit. Was with his old lady. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, when he go back home, because he did go back home, I think they did an interview. And he was at home. They yeah, he went home the, with his his brothers and stuff. They live on the beach, like they near a yeah. beach. I mean, so like the beach ain't nothing. So he he did that for a week, week and a half. Came back home. He was a hermit with Shorty and and and, and the babies. And yeah, I mean, straight in the gym. Baby, I gotta go to the gym. She know what it is. Go to the gym. Them Kobe hours, four a.m. Yeah. four a.m. to seven p.m. And, and not to cut you off anything, bro, but I gotta get some of them Greek freaks though. Them three, <laughs> they kind of pressure. Them colorways kind of pressure. They do look kind of tough. I ain't gonna lie to you. His all his shoes have been tough, to be honest. For, for real, for real. To be honest, but yeah, nah, man, it's it's a scary thing, man. It's a scary thing. Uh, yeah, he he is. Let me tell you something. I would be a Giannis fan if he didn't play for the Bucks. That's just an ugly jersey to wear. I can't, I can't do that. I can't rock. I can't rock a, a, a pine green. <laughs> Nah, I have to wear the OG joint, the ones that Ray Allen them wore. I yeah, I gotta wear one of those. Cream City, what is it? Cream City, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, nah, I can't, I can't do that. I can't do that. All right, so last topic of the day, yes, we, we say the best for last. Um, one of my, one of my good listeners, uh, his name's Hoss Boogie. One of these days, you'll be able to meet him once you get your, once you get your PS Five. You play Two K together. For sure, for sure. Uh, Hoss Boogie's a huge Denver Nuggets fan, so with him, that makes him a huge Carmelo fan. And he got on me. About not giving Carmelo the praise he absolutely deserves for the start mm, of the season. Mm. Let me tell you something. My fault, brother. You are <laughs> completely 150% correct. Carmelo Anthony is the savior of what we have. The little the wins we do have with the Lakers, Carmelo Anthony has put up 20 plus points. Yes, sir. <laughs> Shooting over 50% for the field. Yes, Give you a bit of his stats. My man Carmelo shoot, he's giving you 18 points, shooting 50% from the field and 52% from three. Mm-hmm. At home, he's shooting three sixty-three percent from three. Mm. Mm. He he, he done saved us a couple of these games. A couple of these Ooh. games, he's absolutely saved us, and I really appreciate it. I couldn't. I, what he's giving me is something that I didn't think I was gonna get from Carmelo Anthony. But well, thankful for him, and I I I think it a lot because guess what? He's like sugar coating and like sweeping the dirt under the rug that Russell Westbrook keeps kicking out. <laughs> So I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Carmelo Anthony has been nothing but a godsend to <laughs> Los Angeles Lakers. And he has been nothing but a, a Baquito off the bench. Him off the bench is it's a technicality because he's like giving me like 25 minutes a game for real. For real. Like it's yeah. he's getting started minutes. Yeah. So and producing. That's the greatest part. Now you can do it's, it's one thing to get somebody started minutes, but like you get started minutes and you're giving me Start almost most starters numbers. I'm, I can live with that. Like that's a blessing because you're not gonna get that again. First of all, you're scoring well, you're moving well on defense. You don't have to be great on defense. That's what you guys realize. Like just be serviceable on defense. Like right. And like you right. stated, like you stated, he has those woes. Like yeah, Russ had 27 last night. Cool, but you have to realize yeah, he had 27. I think and I think he had triple double right. 27, 10, and 13, something like that. I think right. Might have been eight, but he had eight turnovers. One thing about Russ, he's going to flirt with that quadruple double. So, yeah, so Carmelo Anthony, complete godsend to the Los Angeles Lakers, has definitely saved up but a couple of times. Couldn't end another podcast without mentioning Carmelo because Hoss will get on me again. <laughs> but uh, absolutely love the man. He, he's given us so much more than we can possibly hope for um, from, from, from his production. It's been absolutely amazing. Yeah, if, if, uh, if Zero can cut down those turnovers, you wouldn't be – 
you probably wouldn't be in. in don't get me started. Office. Don't get me started. This is the end of the podcast. Don't get me started, please hey, don't. Because that, you, you that, know you got to the good with the bad with the kid, man. Mm. You got to the good with the bad with the kid, man. Man, there was a turnover last night where he like did like a fading jumper in the post, but passed out of it. I'm like, bro, you at the? You might as well shoot the ball. Just shoot it. I'd rather just take the miss. Shoot it. Give me the miss. Exactly. Give me the miss and just shoot it, man. But it's God. Rebound, but... And who who told what's the Westbrook that he's the final shot taker at the end of the game? Like uh, you had Malik Monk and Carmelo Anthony on the court that could have isolated and shot a better jump shot than what's the Westbrook. And stop taking these jump shots. Take it to the hole. First of all, Malik Monk Malik had 27 last night. We were riding the hot hand. He was the hot man. We're riding the hot hand. If it, it's either him or AD, it ain't going to be exactly. Russell Westbrook. That's my There's fourth There's like option. four people in front of you before shooting that <laughs> jump shot. Like, stop. Stop. If you had the ball in your hands and you want to take that last shot, please go try to get a layup. Please. <laughs> please. You're shooting great from the free throw this season. Go go try to go get a bucket at the rim. That's all I'm going to say because I can go on for... For days. Oh, no, brother. I'm sorry. Oh, this man right there stressing me out. Stressing <laughs> me out. <laughs> but uh, I appreciate you being on here. Uh, we missed our, our guest, Rod. He, had, he got off of work late, so he wasn't able to join us. Hey, look, but, uh, man, we can check back in, man. We need to check back in probably Saturday. Nah, it's your Sunday, Saturday. You let me know. Yeah, yeah, any day, any of those days, I'll be available. But thank you for tuning in to The Ugly Truth. Thank you for listening. We thank you for all the support and everybody giving us um, all the listens and things of that nature. Listen to the podcast. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. Rio to God. Can't of course. God, I appreciate you, brother. It's always been a pleasure. I appreciate so, you, man. Yes, sir, brother, man. We, yeah, hey, hey, to our fans, y'all be safe. And tune in again next time. You know, we're going to do it again and give you what you need to hear. I mean, yes, sir. The ugly truth.